Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Welcome back to Rhapsody Radio. Mary Beth Henderson's back with us. Hello, she, hello. she wore her Rhapsody sweater. I'm so happy that you did. I did. I'm, I'm on brand today. It actually, I'm going to steal it because it's super cute. I think it'd and look good on you. It's like yeah. a, is that a called? It's a drop neck, right? Or what is it? <laughs> drop neck. <laughs> I thought. I that's what it's called. has got a really big hole for her neck. I don't know. <laughs> You it's can got like, kind of an 80s thing going on, I which that. I really dig with I the like it a lot. action. Yeah, we just yes. need to put your uh, hair up in a ponytail on the side, and then you'd be perfect. <laughs> Listen. I mean, you, you could can rock get a, it. If you can get me a scrunchie, oh, good oh, to I'm go. here for yeah, it. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'll go into my car, go get it. Thanks. <laughs> I know you have one. I do. Yes. Too. Yeah, it's all in the little pockets around. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> got one of those slap bands. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a slap band. I had yeah. one in middle school. Yeah. It was like Didn't a they thing. Out, outlaw them or something because they were like choking people or maybe. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, I guess they hurt, yeah, they I do. do remember that. Like my friends and I all, all had, I mean, I had a whole collection and assortment. Yeah. And someone would just like walk up to you in the hall and like slap like, and you're uh, like, ow though. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's abuse. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, so y'all, today is the first episode in our box building series, which is on rhapsodynews.com. And it's where we dive into strategy and share lessons learned that go beyond fitness to be universal across entrepreneurships and startups. Yeah, I think a, I think a big thing, that, the reason why we started this box building series was because when we were opening our business, um, there were there's a lot of information out there. Some of it is good. Some of it is decent. Some of it is like talking out your ass. I wanted to take, <laughs> I mean, just being honest, the last three years have really taught us a lot just about how following a simple plan can make you very successful. When it starts to get really diluted with a lot of information, I think that's when you can start to go off the rails. But this was like, let's, let's hone in on those like specific things that really make us, uh, really define what your business is and then can take you to that next level and ultimately make you successful. Yeah. And what I'm really excited about with this series is, you know, you talk about these principles, if you will, about branding and marketing and and building a business from the ground up Mm -hmm. and you talk about it in the context of Rhapsody. So essentially building this, this fitness empire, but the themes are universal. So you have that kind of practical application, but then it's coupled with the theory that really any entrepreneur and business owner can tune in and take these pearls of wisdom and apply them to what they're trying to do. You know, I think the, also the back, the backstory, the history of it as well is that Trinity, you are a Broadway producer. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of that wealth of knowledge that it comes to taking a a show from when it's just a little thought in someone's mind all the way up until the Broadway stage, which I think is really important. I think you and I are also like, I don't know if you guys know, but we're fanatical Disney fans. Uh, and we love, everybody knows that. Um, but we like to take a lot of those, what we see in, 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 uh, in Disney World yeah. and use them as we talk a lot about this in our in our series to where you know Disney is the gold standard as, as yeah. far especially when it comes to systems and processes and customer service they they excel and, yeah. and I think that it's it's always great to really you become 
you become pretty much any business that you walk into, you start to become a critic of, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and you start to really notice the things, you know, beyond the front door of like, that's how they're running this. What do their restrooms look like? Yeah. You know, how was the business built? I think all that stuff is, is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the first part and, and part step one of our series is called mission control. And it's about a mission statement. And I think Mission statements to a lot of people are like checking a box. It's mm-hmm. something that you just do to get out of the way and not a lot of real thought is put into making that mission. Yeah. Right. Or it can be, or it can stay very surface level. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of times people see is that like, okay, well we have to make this versus being like, no, you need to have a mission statement in order to guide your ship when shit hits the fan. Because when you own a business, you know, it's going to hit it eventually. Yep. So having that mission control or that mission statement is in, is vital. I also find that for so many of my clients and business owners that, you know, your mission statement can become your mantra. It kind mm-hmm. of becomes your yeah. battle cry when things get confusing or things get challenging is you can always go back to it and, and it reminds you why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. A- absolutely. And so we came up with three things that a mission should do basically. And the first one is it should motivate you. It's the battle cry for how you will make an impact. Yeah, I, th- I know that for you and I, you you and I have basically these these owner guides or these owner books that we carry around with us almost on a daily basis. I have it in my bag uh, with me at all times. And I know that with that, the very first page in that owner's guide is our mission statement mm-hmm. because no matter what decision is made about the business, it must fit within that mission statement that we assessed from before the four walls were built and that we were going. Um, and everything gets that. It also motivates us to be like, okay, in that mission statement, what are you putting in that statement that when you read it lights that fire under under your ass, especially in the moments when it gets hard? Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agreed. Um, the second one is that it grounds you. It provides a North Star in decision-making. This is to me is the biggest part of our mission because when we answer any question or mm-hmm. make any decision about the business, we always come back to the mission. If it aligns with the mission, we make the decision. If it doesn't, you know, no is very powerful. Right. It, it makes, and not only is that imperative when you start your business, because you've got a lot of beautiful ideas swirling, mm-hmm. um, but especially when you're, you know, I find in that year one and year two, where you're really finding your feet, you're gaining traction, but you know, again, it's, it's like drinking from a fire hose, mm-hmm. having anything that's going to ground you, bring you back to center and make some of those really challenging decisions easier you know, that, that's going to be your best friend moving forward. I also call that the shiny object problem, right? When we're business owners, a lot of times what happens is whether we, we a lot of times look at competition. We look at the same people that are in our, organi- in our type of business and we see what they're doing or we see like the shiny new thing that they're doing or all of that stuff. And then all of a sudden we feel like we have to start judging ourselves off of all our competitors to stay above them. Right. Or and, you're reacting or to you're it. Rea- or you become reactionary. Whereas your mission statement grounds you to this philosophy of any decision that you make, if there is a shiny object that you're like, 
that shiny object could potentially elevate us to the next level. Does it go against my mission? Great. It hits all the points of my mission. Great. We're good to go. Let's, let's try this new thing, whether it's like online programming or whether it's, you know, uh, doing a coffee shop or whatever. If it doesn't, if, if, if there's one thing out of place in your mission, that, mo- that decision that you make should not be taken in your business because it's not in line with what your mission is. Yeah, and I'll take that a step further. It's, you know, shiny pennies are delightfully distracting. And so having something to, to kind of bounce those ideas off of is important. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I also find that the mission statement becomes critical when you're choosing who you're going to align your business with as far as partners, mm-hmm. as far as clients are concerned. Um, and because, people that you hire. And people that you hire, Ooh. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so those are some significant decisions that you're making. And you know, when you're that close to that decision, mm-hmm. it helps to have something that's a bit more black and white objective that you're weighing it against. Yeah, it takes away that emotion. It does. Yeah. It does. And, and also I just find, you know, to... to not to oversimplify it, but if someone gets just as jazzed about your mission as you are, that's a really good litmus test. Yeah. It's a great litmus test to how they're going to, how they're going to fit. Yeah. So the last thing a mission should have is it should challenge you and it's reminding you how far you've come and ups the ante for tomorrow. Yeah. I think ultimately it's, it will, it will ground you to what your initial, foundation was, but then at the same point, that foundation once firm can then you can build upon, right? right? And if you keep driving that home, driving that home, driving that home, you can all of a sudden take it to the next level in, in with that mission in mind. And so I think in that vein, you know, a, a mission statement, although we're talking about it as something very concrete, grounding, you know, it's the, it's kind of a be all end all in, in a way for your business, a mission statement also isn't meant to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and this is there's a sweet spot here and this is something, you know, to think through very carefully is it's not meant to be constantly changing or something, you know, you you kind of fit the mold to to be whatever it needs to be to make for that decision you're trying to make that day. Yeah. But, you know, your your mission in year 1 should evolve to suit your mission in year three, because by year three, you're you're taking on new mountains, right? Yeah, you're in a different place, for Um, sure. So I I think that's an important note, is that, you know, it it should be that grounding structure, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be stagnant from now until the end of time. Yeah, you should constantly revisit and evolve. Yeah, like you should constantly revisit and evolve with yourself. I like like to look at it like a diet. You know, when you're on a diet, (laughs) you do something, and then after a week, if you haven't lost a few pounds, you're like, well, motherfucker, like, why can't I lose some weight? And so then you start to change your diet. Don't change it like right after the week. Like maybe give it three months and see how it goes. You know, it's exactly that eternal voice you have. That's exactly it. I sort of got into my like Southern, like aunt. I don't know. It was like aunt Janie or something. Yeah, that's exactly. But you get, well, you get what I'm talking about. Totally. Yeah. So that, that's all well and good. So a mission should have these qualities, but how do you start? How do you write a mission? So the business is going to happen. The mission is a go. So step one, take aim. What is the primary goal of your business? So before we dive into how to create your own mission statement, because mm-hmm. we're going to go through this kind of four-step how-to, mm-hmm. let's start with the Rhapsody mission statement itself. Yeah. 
Sure. So our mission statement is Rhapsody Fitness is raising the bar on fitness by developing humble, hungry, and happy members through our prime coaching, top-of-the-line facility, and prioritized member care. Mm. Any <clears throat> all the feels. Oh, one sentence. <laughs> Did that make you feel stuff down there? It made me feel <laughs> stuff down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was short and sweet. Short, but sweet, right, to the point, oh, packs a punch. Packs a punch, all that stuff. Good stuff right there. And that also makes you want to be a part of it. Yeah. Right? There's like motivation there that's like, man, that, uh, that place, I want to see what that place is about. Yeah. Again, it has that battle cry element, which mm-hmm. I really dig. Yeah. <laughs> I need that as a business owner. So, yeah. all right. So the, the first step in creating a mission statement for yourself is to take aim, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where... You, you set the primary goal for your business. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you looking to accomplish as a business owner through your venture? I, I actually took experience from my past where I worked at other businesses and other, and I worked at other jobs and I was a critic of excellence in those, in those, in those businesses. And in my head, I wrote down on like a note of being like the pros and cons of the business, like the way that they're, the way that they're running their business in a really shitty way versus a way that they're like nailing it. And so I took those things and that actually was the impetus for us to, to start our business. Yep. And so we automatically started just like Trinity said, like we want to have humble hungry and happy members, like number one, I think, you know, for us, for sure, like for you and I, we, we established that friend group back in New York at the, at, at CrossFit NYC and at Dutch Kills, like we established that, but those were like our driving mission, uh, values with the people that we surrounded by. The, th- the second one was, I love CrossFit NYC, but it, it has a lot of people that go through it and it's very hard to keep that place clean. Just to be, I mean, and, and they tried their damnedest, but for me, I was like, man, I want it to be like Disney world to where I can walk down main street. I can literally like lick my tongue on main street. You see it. You've got a visual, right? <laughs> and I, I don't want to be afraid that I'm going to like pick up something. Yeah. And then the final piece was coaching. Yeah, coaching. coaching. Coaching is number one. I think, you know, no matter what you're doing, if you're, if you're doing fitness and you're doing health, I think there's this, there's this mentality that like, I'm going to, I'm going to be a fitness instructor. We talked about this a few episodes ago, but it's about teaching people how to move really well, because if you move really well, you will get fitter. Mm -hmm. Like number one, I taught, I always equate it to like, if you're a golfer and your golf swing is the exact same every time you're going to be a really great golfer. If it's not, I don't want to play golf with you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, consistency. <laughs> right. Consistency. Yeah. Well, but I, you know, and I also think, and y'all are touching on this, that, you know, at this phase, don't be thinking about marketing. Like, mm-hmm. don't, yeah. it, th- this is bigger than that, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about front and center's mission statement, yeah. for example, it doesn't have the word marketing or branding in it, Yeah. even though that's a core component of what we do, because my goal mm-hmm. for front and center is so much more than that. So, you know, again, I I think, and there's a time and place for the the marketing and branding piece and those keywords, if you will, it's Mm -hmm. not here. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So take aim, the primary goal for your business. Step two is tell us how two or three objectives that will achieve the goal. 
Like, how are you going to achieve the goal? Right. And that, and we, and ultimately we just, we just went over them, uh, but talking about the top of the line facility coaching and it, and then that member care that comes with, uh, you know, we always use the, the, the reference of Mary Kay that have, they have a, a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. And I think with any customer service business, if you're in the service industry, you know, that with your business and with your, your, um, the people that are coming and actually using your product that you want to make their experience like nothing else. Like Apple does it, like Starbucks does it, like all of these well oiled machines that with, uh, with business that you have a specific way that you interact with, interact with that business, which Absolutely. I think is really important. And you have to choose. So it's really important here that mm. you're narrowing it down to those two or three, yeah. you know, key, key areas that you're going to focus on it. And it's the how it's, how mm-hmm. are you going to achieve the goal? Yeah. Number three is crisp it up one sentence that packs a punch. Yes. Challenge accepted. Cause that's, Simple, not easy. Yeah. 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 Direct. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, it, it, you know, and I also, when, when clients like go through this exercise, you know, I, I like to, to have them do their homework and, you know, go and, and look at the brands that inspire you mm-hmm. and nine, I'll get you 10. When you look at their mission statements, they are, they're one sentence. They, they just hit you upside the head with it. Yeah. Um, you know, simple, not easy. And so that's, that's part of the challenge because it's really tempting to start list, you know, making it into a laundry yeah, list like, and, oh, let's and put packing this in, there. in all the big, heavy yeah. words yeah. and, you know, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Keep it, you know, it simple and it, it should be something that you could pull anyone off the street, mm-hmm. give them your mission statement and they're like, oh, I got it. Got yeah. it. Yep. For sure. And finally, make it clear. There's no space for fluff. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Yes. And so I think that point for me has kind of two prongs to it. One, you know, again, it's really tempting to get, get jargony, you Mm -hmm. know, plug in some, some good buzzwords, like your your mission statement should have a timeless quality to it. So don't feel tempted to do that. Don't feel tempted to like, oh, this is a good SEO term or like, this is what the cool kids are saying. Right. No. Um, you know, this should have a longevity and a timelessness to it. And the second component to that is like, it should ring true. It's gotta be authentic. Um, so I think anytime you're, you know, you're thinking you should say what you should say because it's going to appeal to the right person or or appeal to someone else, like you, you've kind of lost yourself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll sound a little silly, but once you feel like you have your mission statement, sit in front of the mirror and say it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. How does how does it feel coming out of your mouthpiece? Because if it feels clunky or or like something you wouldn't yeah. actually say, it's not quite there. Yeah, yeah. And ju- and just remember, when you go back to it, it needs to be a battle cry. It needs to provide that north star, and it needs to challenge you. So, in in all that can be packed into that one simple sentence. And and yes. I also look at it like with if you are you are the leader of your business, mm-hmm. and when you say the mission statement to all of your employees, all your team members, you must be, you must feel it with every ounce and fiber of your being. Yep. So then they fully understand the weight that comes along with that. Yeah. And what their standard is going to be with them working in your, 
in your facility, totally. in your business. And we get into that later on and talking about buy-in and how important buy-in is from everyone, but it has Absolutely. to start at the top. Absolutely. 100%. So not a box to check, y'all. Not a box to check. Very important to do. It is your, yeah, it is your it is your concrete found and not concrete uh, stone foundation. Uh, what's stronger than stone? What's stronger uh, than stone? Valerian steel. Valerian steel. Ooh. Oh yeah. Mary Beth, Alan, this is great stuff. On the next episode with box building, we're going to be talking about core values defined. Ooh. So looking that forward to that. That's a fun one. I love That's that one. Me. Fun one. It's a little extension of the mission. I love it. Um, hey, thank you guys. We'll be back soon on Rhapsody Radio. Bye, guys. Bye,